Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, they did it. They, they finally did it yesterday. The, the act, the magic act is done. Uh, the fake and it's done. <laughs> Give me a few different things. But in the case of the Biden administration, the faking it is definitely the. They just crossed the Rubicon. The dam has been broken. I'll talk about that. Something major happened yesterday. And in my humble opinion, I am H.O., I think it was a major, major strategic tactical error. More on that coming up. Also, the fear campaign must continue. Got that link between the Soros operation, the fact checkers. It continues because they want face diapers on you. Also, I've got this story about Wikipedia and some video about college kids that is probably going to bake your bagels and showing you how it all ties together, the massive liberal misinformation machine. Hey, thousands of my savvy listeners are protecting their online activity with a VPN. Get one. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. Producer Joe, it is Friday. So again, in your worst, most irritating 1960s game show voice, please welcome Gladly, us all. Dan. It's Friday! Yeah. Joe's very excited about this Friday for some reason. You bet. My hair itchy today. What is going on? I'm what like very fidgety on? this morning. It's what? a long day. I love Fridays. They're always my longest day. We got a lot going on. Uh, right after this, uh, read, I'm going to show you also was on my Fox show uh, this week. I think you're going to love it, but stand by for that. Hey, I've been talking about ExpressVPN on my show for months. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? Listen, a VPN matters, okay? You don't want people spying on your online activity. We've seen this with the Biden thing, with the text, and emails are probably next. Get a VPN today. There's never been a more important time to protect your digital rights and your privacy. You don't need these people knowing what websites you're logging onto. It is none of their business. We crossed the Rubicon here. If you think you ever you thought to yourself, oh, don't worry, I don't need a VPN. I'll be fine with that one. They have incognito mode. That no, that's not what that does, okay? Anytime you go online, your internet service provider can see any site you're visiting. Confused how it works? Well, ExpressVPN is an app for computers and smartphones. It encrypts your network data and reroutes it through a secure server. That, it's super easy. It means you can use the internet more anonymously without having your activity tracked. You think VPNs are complex and only for tech, uh, tech experts? Trust me, I'm no tech expert. It's super easy to use. You just tap a button. With ExpressVPN, you launch the app, tap one button, protect yourself. Really simple. I trust ExpressVPN to protect my online activity and data because they're rated number one by CNET and Wired, and they stand for my values. Now's the time for you to take a stand for your own privacy. Take it back, your privacy, at expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three extra months free on a one-year package. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Three extra months free. Don't wait. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino right now. All right, Joe, let's go. There you go. See, Joe's always quick on Friday with that because he burned out his energy with the Friday. Yeah, baby. So it's quick. He Joe's the gas tank empties fast. They, we're all getting old here. <laughs> he's got one I'm good old. one in him, and that's it. And he's done. <laughs> so I'm really excited about my guest for my Fox show this week, 10 p.m. Saturday night. Please set your DVR or watch it live. You made us number one in a demo in prime time for most of the time we've been on the air. We really appreciate it because you all are awesome. Uh, check this out. I'm a professional athlete, and I've been one for most of my life, so I've always seen things through a sports lens. That makes Donald Trump our head coach. We were winning Super Bowls. And when you're winning Super Bowls, you don't fire the coach. My man, UFC fighter Jorge Masvidal, who's going to have a whole lot to say about the freedom crisis in this country and the freedom crisis in Cuba right now. That guy has cojones the size of West Texas. Can't wait to see that. Also, we'll have our debate back this week. Took a week off from the debate last week. There weren't any liberals uh, smart enough to come on last week. This week, we got one. Also got Pete Hegseth coming on the show. We'll do a hot take segment, so don't miss it. Listen, the dam's broken. The red line's been crossed. There was a major screw-up by the Biden administration in their march towards totalitarianism, okay? Typically, the march towards totalitarianism, you don't advertise that you're a communist totalitarian. You just don't. It's just bad marketing. That's not the way you do it. You hide it for a little while. You take away civil liberties and a drip, 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 drip. And then boom, the dam breaks, the gusher comes out, and then people don't even know what happened. They're like, what happened? My civil liberties disappeared. Yeah, you were a useful idiot who helped it along. Major screw up yesterday. 
because they made the big mistake totalitarians make is they get cocky. Remember, uh, was it was it Star Wars, the original one, where they're in the Millennium Falcon shooting that? Don't get cocky, kid. They got cocky. Luke Skywalker got cocky. Just Joe Biden's no Luke Skywalker or Jen Psaki. So uh, Peppermint Patty went up yesterday to the lectern again, and she screwed up huge. Folks, one of the things private companies rely on to say, hey, we're not we're not, you know, a government entity. We're not suppressing speech. As they say, you know, we're private. We can choose who says what, when and where on our platform. That's a big problem, folks. Why is it a big problem for Facebook and Twitter and these other entities now? Because I've been arguing for a long time that these companies can't continue to say, hey, we're private. The government restrictions on, on uh, you know, freedom of, uh, freedom of speech, that's our thing. It's our choice. We're allowed to say what we want. They're not private. They're acting as deputies now of the United States government. We've known it for a while, and the government admitted it yesterday. Here's Jen Psaki up at the lectern. Peppermint Patty letting it go. Basically, not basically, admitting that the government is, quote, tracking and flagging your online activity on social media and working with Facebook to try to wipe this stuff off the map. Here she is doing it right. She submits it. Check it out. Uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with. Uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. Big, huge. I don't, I, listen, I don't know why they did this. Well, I know why they did it. I mean, when I say why they did this, I don't know why they just openly said what they've been doing the whole time. Major, major tactical and strategic mistake. I know a lot of naysayers, damn, nothing's going to happen. Listen, it might not. I'm just telling you, when you're looking to enact totalitarianism, which they want to do, you're usually quiet about it, and you don't put something on the record. Why? Because it can be used against you later in court. Folks, big problem here. There have been a number of Supreme Court cases on this issue. Just to be clear, the government, because of the Bill of Rights, can't do anything to... in in. I shouldn't say can't do anything. Precision matters. The government has very clear restrictions on what they can do if they attempt to restrict free speech. Very clear restrictions. The government can't arrest you for, you know, uh, saying something unless it's, it's a direct call to violence. Basically, there are very few things the government can do to stop you from speaking freely. Private companies don't have that restriction. They are not a government actor. In other words, a private company can say, listen, I own a business and you can't come in my business and say whatever you want, attacking me and my clients. I'm going to throw you out. Private companies are not subjected to many of those restrictions because they're private. They're not government actors. Please, if I, if I lose you anywhere along the way, audience ombudsman, stop me immediately. Here's the problem. Jen Psaki just admitted that what they did is deputize private companies. That's what they're doing. To, in, in fact, impact your free speech. They are, using their words, tracking and flagging. These private companies can no longer claim they're private actors. Now, legally, the case gets a little complicated. I'm not a lawyer. I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. But I'm not an idiot. I can read legal cases and briefs. They're not complicated. There are a number of cases on this. One of them is a Marsh versus Alabama case. Now, whether it applies to the current social media argument or not, I don't know. It's going to have to be litigated. But the deal there was there was a government, uh, not excuse me, not a government town, some company town that had prevented the distribution of religious literature, a free speech thing, you know, practicing your religion and free speech. They said, ah, oh, you can't do that here. Well, they lost. They said, listen, you can't just declare yourself a private town you know, and, and take on basically this government role and impact someone's civil liberty to assemble and practice free speech. There's another case about, uh, was it Manhattan Cable Access versus Halleck, another cable, uh, cable channel case, where it said, and I'm quoting, that private companies are acting as arms of the state if they, here's the quote part, if they are exercising powers traditionally exclusive to the state. 
but they didn't address specifically social media. What am I getting at here? This is going to be litigated at some point. I'm actually considering it myself. Folks, I have been the subject of a ruthless fact-checking campaign. I say fact-checking, but of course, there's nothing to do with fact-checking. They're just checking my opinion by Facebook and their deputized fact-checkers. I'm convinced it's happening at the behest of government officials. I'm considering, and I'm, I'm not sure if I can take this on right now, but if, if one of those legal defense teams wants to jump on board, I'm considering filing a case on this to get to the discovery phase to see if lead stories, Gannett, and these other fact-checkers, if they've had any correspondence whatsoever with Facebook and if Facebook has had any correspondence with the government. It could prove an interesting nexus between the government's efforts to crush my free speech and these fact checkers and Facebook. I'm considering it. I'm not sure yet where I'm at. We got, we got a lot going on. There may be better cases out there than mine. I, I admit that. But we'll see. I'm going to follow up on that. This case will be litigated at some point, and I, I'm, I'm convinced they are going to lose. You cannot deputize Facebook to crush free speech and suggest, oh, they're private actors if the government is the one demanding they do it. They're not private actors. I'll get to my solution in a minute. Now, this, of course, this suppression of free speech, which Saki's admitting to right now, it always requires a core of useful idiots, right? What the communists used to call uh, useful idiots. They're, they're people in the population who advance communist propaganda, are useful for that purpose, and when they become unuseful, the communists either imprison and torture them or discard them too. The useful idiots in this case are our Sagaino in the media. Who's our Sagaino? He's our Surgeon General in name only, a disgraceful human being named Vivek Murthy. Vivek Murthy is our, again, our Sagaino, our Surgeon General in name only, because he's not a real Surgeon General. The guy's a joke. Um, he went up there playing useful idiot at the lectern yesterday, too. And I want you to watch the media set him up. This is the dreadful Caitlin Collins, used to pretend to be a conservative. She was like an entertainment reporter or something. Now she's a vaunted White House correspondent. Here's Caitlin Collins teeing him up, saying like, hey, are we combating misinformation here? Again, all under the guise of deputizing so-called private companies to combat free speech. Watch the media set him up. Perfect bunt, bunt. And watch Vivek Murthy, this awful human being, now advance full ideological totalitarianism here in the United States. Check this out. Do you personally believe that public figures and public companies that are helping spread misinformation about the vaccine should be held accountable? Well, I think in a moment like this, when we see misinformation literally costing us our loved ones, costing us lives, all of us have to ask how we can be more accountable and responsible for the information that we share. And those of us who may have larger platforms, I think bear a greater responsibility uh, to, to think about that. But the bottom line is all of us have an important role here to play. And technology companies uh, have a particularly important role. Uh, we know that the dramatic increase in the speed and scale of spread of misinformation has in part been enabled uh, by these platforms. So that's why in this advisory today, we are asking them to step up. We know they have taken some steps to address misinformation, but much, much more has to be done. And we can't wait longer for them to take aggressive action because it's costing people their lives. Notice, you see what happens there? The media Pravda propagandist, Caitlin Collins, used to pretend to be a conservative. They tee him up beautifully, pretending this is about misinformation. Ladies and gentlemen, the chief proponents of misinformation have been Caitlin Collins and the Biden administration, squashing the Hunter Biden story, promoting the PP hoax and the collusion hoax, uh, debunking the Wuhan lab leak, although the Wuhan lab leak now looks true. You understand they are the chief proponents of misinformation. You notice how they totally flipped the script? They promote, this is the irony of this. They promote documented misinformation. We now know they're liars and they've lied to us about major stories. Collusion, the lab leak, Hunter Biden, the Nikki Haley drape story. I mean, everything from small stuff to big stuff. The John Jr. WikiLeaks story. They lie all the time. They have no credibility at all. I'll get to that later. And then when they're caught lying and promoting disinformation and misinformation and Chinese Communist Party propaganda, they flip the script and they say, now, not only do we get caught lying, we're going to censor you guys for lying, even though they were the ones who were lying. It's an amazing act of cojones I haven't seen in a long time. 
like I said, I'm considering some form of, of legal action here, depending on the work. It's getting a little um, balanced and all this stuff is getting tough. But I'm considering if I think it'll be a good case. And one of the people I'd like to get discovery on is this, this um, scam site uh, called Lead Stories. Here's what they do. The Surgeon General in name only, the Sagaino, Vivek Murthy, says there, you know, we really got to keep an eye on these big pages with large distribution. Well, that's really incredible because over the last two weeks, we have been air quotes fact checked, really opinion checked by Facebook and their deputies, probably upwards of five or six times. They are desperately trying to wipe my page from the face of the earth because my page is one of the most popular in the country. I'm not bragging. It's just stupid and naive and ridiculous and dopey and silly. I'm just telling you that so you understand I'm not making this up. You can look it up using Facebook's own tools. My page and Ben Shapiro and Hannity are very popular. So it's just convenient that Vivek Murthy, the Sagaino, and Jen Psaki are like, yeah, we're going to start flagging stuff for Facebook, especially these big pages for misinformation. What they really mean is facts. And all of a sudden, my page is under a full-fledged frontal attack I haven't seen in years. So I would like to see, and I'm thinking of some potential legal action against these people and the author. Here's one of them. Here's one of the fact checks that came in yesterday. This is by um, a hilarity, another clown. Um, you know, by the way, we're going to be introducing a new segment um, called uh, Fact Check Clown Show. So, yeah, that's going to be happening soon. That should be a lot of fun. We're going to introduce that regularly because it's happening all the time. But here's a story from uh, <clears throat> Lead Stories and Alexis Terezak. Uh, uh, again, another complete joker, an embarrassment to humankind. She fact checks an article that was written by Politico that we discussed at our show, which is fascinating. Considering it wasn't written by me, it was written by Politico, a left-leaning out. Fact check. The Biden administration is not monitoring private text messages to combat vaccine misinformation. <laughs> check this out. You notice how they rephrase this whole thing? This is a fact check on me, by the way. Who cited a political, you know what they, political article, you know, you notice what they do here? So Politico put out an article that said that the Biden administration and their allied groups are working with basically text message carriers to distribute messages attempting to dispel misinformation about vaccines sent over social media and text messages. Here, here, this is their fact check. Again, hilarious on its face. The article did not state the administration is monitoring private text messages, only that groups aligned with the Democratic president, the administration, would be working to combat misinformation. They basically say the same thing twice and say it's a fact check. Why are these people so dumb? Uh, because this is the person who did it, Alexis Tereshuk, who is a writer at Lead Stories and did a lot of hard journalism over at Radar Online and U.S. Weekly covering Benefer and Celebrity Scoops. Maybe covering the Justin Bieber, you know, Ariana Grande scoop. Not really sure, but she was the entertainment editor. She is now opining about major medical issues in the coronavirus crisis because she has a long celebrated history covering Benefer for USA Weekly. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the kind of clowns we have out there fact-checking the most important stories of our time. This is not a joke. I didn't make that up. That is... That's on her own bio at the end of the lead stories thing. So here's what we need to do. If my case is good, maybe we should take it. If there's another case out there that's better, we should take that. We need to sue. We need to sue and we need to get to the discovery phase. If we can get, it's hard because these judges sometimes are really awful. If we can get to the discovery phase, I want to see the emails from Alexis Tarasuk and another one, this uh, absolute loser, Dana Ford. Another one's got nothing to do other than lie in her, in her column. Um, I want to get their emails and see who they communicated with, how it was determined they were going to fact check my page based on a Politico article that said the truth. They are monitoring text messages and working with Twilio and Bandwidth to get them wiped out. It's in the article. They even admitted to it. You can't fact check what a fact. You can't fact check a fact with the same fact. I want to see who she's communicating with and how that decision was made. I want to see it. Once we get to that discovery phase, we can break this entire totalitarian regime of, which I'll get to in a second, Soros, Facebook, Biden, and the fact checker clown show. We can break them apart.
I'll keep you updated. I'm going to start probing with some attorneys and see what we can do there. I want, I want her emails. I want to see exactly how they did that because if they did it at the behest of the United States government, we'll take that case all the way to the top and I guarantee they'll lose. And it'll be a humiliation for everyone involved. I got some solutions to this in a second because it's one thing to complain. It's another thing to put out solutions. Let me get to my second sponsor because it's uh, really important. Got a loaded show today, a ton of good information to get out on a Friday. Listen, everybody wants things on demand. You know, you get food on demand. Everything comes on demand now. Food to the door, movies on demand at home. Customers have grown to expect a simple way of doing business. It doesn't really matter your product. It's just the way it is. But that's why more than 90,000 local businesses of all sizes have turned to Podium. Whether you have one location or a thousand, Podium can help you stay ahead. Podium makes doing business as easy as sending a text. When texts get open, business gets done. Everybody uses text, folks. That's just the way it is. All your employees can text from a single inbox, offering a smoother experience for your customers. Answering questions, send a text. Collecting reviews, scheduling appointments, send a text. Payment collection, send a text. Home service providers are responding faster and winning more jobs than their competition. Don't be outcompeted by your competitors. You have to get in the text game. When a homeowner wants to get in touch, they don't leave a voicemail. Texting lets you get back in touch faster. If you're the first to reply, you are way more likely to get the job. Retailers are increasing revenue by allowing customers to shop via text message. I've gotten those. Even with stores open, many people still want to shop from home. A jeweler just sold a $5,000 ring with a few text messages and even coordinated curbside pickup using Podium. Today's customers expect on-demand everything, even from local businesses. Stay ahead of the competition with Podium. They have free plans for growing businesses, plus all the power growing businesses need to scale. Get started free today at Podium, P-O-D-I-U-M, Podium.com slash Bongino. That's Podium.com slash Bongino. Don't let your competitors outcompete you. Podium.com slash Bongino. Thanks, Podium. We appreciate you being part of the show. Folks, there's a solution to this. Just to recap, the dam's been broken. The government is now admitting Jen Psaki, Vivek Murphy, the Surgeon General. They are now admitting they are coordinating with private companies, deputizing them to do what the government can't do by itself, which is squelch and suppress free speech. They're admitting it. They're not. You just watched the video. They're not hiding it or you heard the audio. They're not hiding it anymore. They are prepping themselves for a massive lawsuit. I'm convinced they're going to lose at the Supreme Court. Because it will make it. I mean, it's going to take a while. Whether it's my case or someone else's, strongly considering it now. Here's a solution for right now. The tech companies have turned full totalitarian. They are not our friends. They are not on the side of liberty. These are nothing more than communist enterprises now. And folks, if we're really conservatives, you know, someone said to me, you know, the other day, I saw a thing. Dan Bongino keeps confusing conserve with preserve. No, that's not what I mean. Conservatism. Conservatism, like conservation, like conserving the things that matter, like in the environmental way. That's what I mean. I'm not confusing the words. I mean exactly what I'm saying. Conservatism is about conserving things, scrapping the bad things and keeping the good things. It's about conserving freedom, freedom of assembly, freedom of religion, freedom to protect yourself through the Second Amendment, freedom of you know, your privacy and, and, and your effects, your objects, your business and your papers and your home. That's what the Bill of Rights and the Constitution is about. That's what conservatism is about. I say that because if we're not interested in conserving things and we're going to stick to old focus group tested talking points, it's a private company. Please leave. The show's not for you. I, I evolved on this, folks. Evolved you stealing the Democrat buzz term. Well, I did. I really believed at one point these were private companies. And that any intrusion on them would result in a, in, a, in, a, in a worse situation than the one we had four or five years ago. I forfeited that. They're not private companies anymore. They're not. They just admitted it. Here's what we have to do. They have to be broken up. These social media big tech titans have gone full communist. We have to conserve the ability to speak in the public square. That's what this is about. That's real conservatism. We're not doing it. We're not doing it right now. I'm sorry. We're using old focus group tested talking points. I fell in that trap too. I am not above this. I am not trying to be self-deprecating or anything. I'm just telling you the truth. I fell in this trap too. If we want to conserve free speech, the biggest obstacle to free speech in the United States right now are the big tech tyrants. They must be broken up, step one. DC folks, get off your asses. 
You have to do something. To every Republican out there, to the ones that are doing something, I applaud you. To the ones who aren't, please remove your ass from the seat and go do something. We are running out of time. These companies have to be broken up. They've accumulated too much power and they're the single greatest threat to the Bill of Rights and freedom of speech in this country today. That's step one. Step two, Section 230 has to be wiped out. There is a portion, rewrite it from the start. There is a portion of Section Section 230 that immunizes Facebook, Twitter, and others from lawsuits. They should not be getting a government subsidy. That's what it is. The government is saying to them through a law and a regulation, you guys can't be sued, meaning it's a subsidy. They don't have to be paid for any. They don't have to pay for loyalists to protect against these lawsuits. They'll be thrown right out. Section 230, Section 230, Section 230. Throw it out. They are now publishers. They are not platforms. Everybody knows it. They have become publishers to a greater extent with more power than actual newspapers. You write something in a newspaper that's a lie, the newspaper can be sued. 230's got to go. They're now publishers. They should be treated as such. You can have exceptions in there. If they're going to act as platforms, they should be allowed to take down child pornography and terrorist threats, criminal activity. And spam, if it's reg, if it's if we, if we can put a definition on it. But the section in two thirty now, otherwise objectionable material, gives them an open door to censor political content. Get it out, get rid of it right now. We're in real trouble. We're not going to fix this unless these politicians get off their rumps and get this thing moving fast. Folks, why is Facebook now working with the government, been deputized by the government to become a de facto government agency? Why are they doing that? Why are they doing it to suppress information and truth-telling about COVID? Because that's what they're doing. Because, folks, the fear campaign must continue. As I told you before, there is a dangerous symbiote out there. The George Soros liberal money machine, fake book, the Biden administration and the Democrats, and the fact-checker clown show. This is a dangerous symbiote. They are on the wrong side of right. Why do they want to do it? Look at this WFTL. is my local affiliate for my radio show. Giving a little shout out. Brandy Copper. Los Angeles County restoring the indoor mask mandate. Folks, they can't take it. They can't take it that people. COVID has been the greatest weapon towards the destruction of civil liberties we've seen in modern America. COVID has been for the left an anti-civil liberties gift for them. They have used this to destroy your civil liberties. There's no question about the destructive nature of this virus. The response has been absurd and completely unrelated to the risk. They have used this as a weapon to destroy your right to go outside, your right to your own face, your right to practice your religion in church, your right to speak online. Every one of those codified, big R, God-given rights you have in the Bill of Rights is under a ruthless assault, and the Democrats continue with their media allies to use COVID as the excuse. If COVID goes away as a major threat, it'll always be a threat, just to be clear. But as a major threat, if it goes away, the Democrats are lost. They know they have a unique opportunity to crush your civil liberties right now. All L.A. needed, despite the fact we're at a tenth of the cases we were in January of COVID, was this Delta variant. I've warned you for weeks, the Delta variant, despite its very low case fatality rate, the Delta variant was going to be their excuse to reinstitute the face diaper. Why do they need the face diaper? Why are you seeing it in LA? Because it is a symbol of fear. You can see it. We are visual creatures. We're not auditory. Yes, we can hear. We're not olfactory. Yes, we can smell. But that's not how we see the world. Matter of fact, notice what I just said. We see the world. Dogs largely smell the world. Bats use echolocation. We see the world through our eyes. You can't really hear a mask. You may be able to smell it if you're a dog, but you can see a mask. They need you masks. They have no evidence that these things have had a profound effect on decreasing COVID cases. None. They have no evidence of that at all. They can't produce a single study correlating a massive decrease. Follow my words specifically. 
a massive decrease in COVID cases with a massive use of face diapers. They can't. I ask all the time, if masks are working, then why aren't masks working? It's the money ball principle. He's a good hitter. Why doesn't he hit good? They can't produce. So why? Why the obsession over wrapping you in a face diaper? Because it's a symbol of fear. It is the fear they need to continue this relentless assault on your freedom of speech, your freedom of speech on social media, your freedom of speech online. Folks, it is getting dangerous out there. Nothing keeps you scared more than seeing people walk around with face diapers on. They need it. Remember this article from the other day, just the news? Who's funding this massive fear campaign? Facebook, fact checkers. We got to get that lawsuit. We have got to get that lawsuit. We, the discovery process would be devastating. It doesn't even matter if you win the case. It doesn't matter. You just have to get to the discovery phase. It would be devastating. Alexis Tereshuk and others, there is no way. Dana Ford, there's no way they'd be able to withstand that. None. Once we figure out how they determine who to fact check. No way. It is clearly at this point. Clearly, there's a political motivation for this. Whether it's with them or not, we'll figure out. But that discovery process would be fascinating. Look at this, just the news article. Who's funding all these fact checkers? The Pointer Institute's International Fact Checking Network. Where'd they get their money? Ah, progressive mega donor George Soros. Just the facts, folks. Just the facts. Now, they need the masks. They need the masks. You get what I'm telling you there? They need that face diaper because it is a perpetual symbol of fear everywhere you go. Look, we're in a pandemic. It reminds you we're in a pandemic. They need that. They need this symbol of fear and hopelessness on your face all the time. They can't produce any evidence. It has had an enormous effect on COVID. Ladies and gentlemen, if masking would stop COVID cases like they say it would, or would have some dramatic effect, people would wear them and they wouldn't need to be told. Why do people have to be told? Because they don't see it doing anything. They don't see it working. Is that not obvious to you? So I was one of the first shows to put out there a JAMA study, the Journal of the American Medical Association, a well-respected journal. This, I've been asked, endlessly, which is great, shows your interest about this study. It will be in my newsletter again today. Print it, show it to your school boards, show it to your politicians, and demand that they account for this. The study shows hypercapnia cases in kids could be due to masking on their faces and excess consumption through the inhalation process of carbon dioxide. You're not supposed to be inhaling excess carbon dioxide. That's what we exhale. It's a byproduct of the respiration process. The study is called Experimental Assessment of Carbon Dioxide Content in Inhaled Air with or Without Face Masks in Healthy Children. I've gone into this a couple of times. The link is the first story in my newsletter today. If you want it, go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. Again, I'll say it again because I get a lot of questions on this. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Click sign up now. It's no cost. We don't spam your inbox. I promise. We'll send you these emails every day. In today's email, that will be the first link. Just click on it. Print the study. Folks, of course, the fear machine. How is this related to the Soros fear machine? They can't have that. They can't have a study out there that says that these face masks may be causing hypercapnia and problems with children. They can't have any of that. So who comes to the rescue? Here we go. Lead stories again. The scam site. Here we go, in conjunction with Fakebook. I, and here's the, uh, the ever-hapless Dana Ford, the queen of the clowns, uh, back again on my page. Fact check. Study does not prove that face masks are dangerous for children. <laughs> Here, here's Dana Ford, by the way. She previously worked as a senior editor at Atlanta Magazine's Custom Media, and was an editor for CNN. So one of, them, one of them writes on Benefer, and one of, one of them writes for the hoax site uh, CNN. You know, the pee-pee tapers. This is Dana Ford. There's Dana, folks. This is a real elite crew they found at Lead Stories, huh? Here's her. This is, I don't want to read. Embarrassing. 
humiliating fact check. This is real. I'm not making this up. She actually put this in a paper. That no one, keep in mind, no one disputes the study exists about the significant downsides of face masks on kids and hypercapnia, CO2 inhalation. Nobody disputes it exists. Nobody disputes that. They just don't like it. So the fact check is this. Does a study published by JAMA prove that face masks are dangerous? No, that's not true. Despite being published in a well-respected medical journal, the study has significant methodological, methodological flaws, and its findings run counter to established norms and recommendations around children and mass, according to experts <laughs> consulted by lead stories. Dana Ford is one of the dumbest people on planet. It's probably why she worked for CNN. Apparently is unaware of the scientific method that established norms do not dictate. You know what was an established norm, too? They used to give pregnant women thalidomide until they had massive birth defects. That was an established norm. And, Joe, you know what happened? Some scientists came out and said, hey, we're having these massive birth defects. Maybe we should look at this. No, no, established norms. They're established. Keep giving the thalidomide, man. Keep on doing Dana Ford is too stupid to figure that out. She's unaware of how science works. Now, if Dana wants to personally, I'm sure Dana, does she, can you go back to that? Please, her Dana Ford. Does she have a, she a Dana Ford, CNN Digital, PhD in epidemiology. Oh, no, no, don't say any of that. No. Dana no. Ford, hilariously, Dana Ford has no medical credentials whatsoever. She's a media writer for CNN Digital. No credentials at all to do anything. Clearly couldn't find another job, so goes to work for Lead Stories. We got to get her in this lawsuit, too. Anyone at Lead Stories. We have to get discovery on their emails. We need it. We need discovery on their emails. I have to figure out how they're doing this because nothing she fact-checked was actually a fact-check. Listen, she's perfectly welcome to check my opinion. My opinion was that this JAMA study may have merit. It may. I am not a respiratory scientist. However, it's a credible study in a credible journal saying masking your kids has this downside. If she wants to research it herself, and offer a different opinion, that's fine. But that's not what she does. She calls it a fact check. You see the scam? Because she's uncomfortable with the idea, because she's obviously a face diaper proponent with any information that could hurt her ideological cause. We got to get discovery, folks. We have to get discovery on these people. All right. There's a rebellion brewing. I'm going to get to that in a second, folks. This is going to stop soon. This is going to stop soon. There is a rebellion brewing in Australia where the face diaper brigade and the communists have really taken control and made Australia a prison colony. I'm going to get to that in a second. Hey, here's my next sponsor. I love these bad boys. <laughs> what are these? Like, yeah, they're glasses. No, they're not just glasses. It's different. They're blue blocks. You know, I've talked often about what used to be problems with sleeping. I'm not kidding. I've really kind of figured that out. You can tell by my aura ring. My, sleep, my sleep's been getting a lot better. Why? I was getting too much blue light at night. I don't know if you know this, but, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you flash those blue light apps in your face, that ha those blue light apps wake you up. And that's great in the morning. But blue light is no good at night. It keeps you up. I was getting way, way too much of it sitting in front of these lights late at night doing media appearances. So now I put these on and they've just been fantastic. They're blue blocks. Blue block sleep plus and blue light uh, blocking glasses. They really incredibly improved my sleep quality. Blue Blocks has three options. Blue light computer glasses and the summer glow blue light glasses to wear during the day when working with screens are under artificial light. And my favorite, the Sleep Plus glasses. I wear them two, three hours before bed to help create more sleep hormones to aid with better sleep. They work. I fully recommend them. Full, complete, 100% endorsement on this one. Sunglasses come in non-prescription, prescription, and reading options. Don't settle for cheap pairs that don't work. These are worth the money. Blue Blocks is made in optics laboratories in Australia, not mass-produced in factories in Asia. They have stylish frames with science-backed technology. Blue Blocks uh, analyzes light and only, it only filters the damaging wavelengths so that you can be your healthiest self and sleep better. They filter 100% of UV light. Since wearing these glasses, the Sleep, the sleep Plus Blue Light Glasses my sleep's been amazing. I'm sleeping longer and deeper. That's the important part. I feel better the next day. Glasses, again, come in non-prescription, prescription, and reading options. They have styles for everyone. With a virtual try on the app. 
Find glasses for every need. Blue light for helping with digital eye strain. Summer glow for helping with low mood and migraines. And Sleep Plus for improving your sleep. They have other amazing products such as blue light bulbs, red light therapy devices, and 100% blackout sleep masks, all backed by science. Blue Blocks ships worldwide in rapid times. They have easy returns and exchanges. I've been getting phenomenal email reviews on the product. How do you get it? Go to blueblocks.com slash Bongino and use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. Let me spell it for you. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com slash Bongino. Blueblocks.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. Check them out. Makes a big difference. All right. Getting back to the show. I want to wrap this segment up because I got other stuff to get to. A rebellion's brewing, folks, in Australia right now. Australia has been turned into a prison colony. People have been locked in their homes. They are now looking at instituting another lockdown coming up immediately. And people are really saying, you know what? Not today, not tomorrow. Next week doesn't look good either. Australia, we got a lot of supporters over there. I'm so honored and proud that you listen to and watch my show. I'm there for you. I'm going to stay on this story. Look at this story at the Daily Mail. Chaos in Melbourne as furious protesters flood the city just hours before Victoria's crippling five-day lockdown begins. They're demanding that Dan Andrews is sacked. Rebellions are brewing everywhere, folks. You can try to keep the beach ball underwater for freedom all you want, folks. Attack us with fact checkers. Attack us from the White House. Suppress our free speech. Try to lock us in our houses. It's not going to, it's just not going to continue. It's not going to continue. People aren't going to have it. You have no idea the energy you're creating on the right. The backlash is going to be severe. I expect these 2022 midterms are going to be some of the most devastating the Democrats have had in a long time. I'm not kidding. It is going to make the take back of the House during the Gingrich Revolution look like child's play. You have no idea how pissed off people are at you. None. All right, let me move on. Folks, our younger generation are being indoctrinated. Matter of fact, I'll be speaking at uh, the Turning Point Conference in Tampa. If you haven't uh, signed up yet, if, I don't even know if they're, they're even open anymore for that. But I will be there tomorrow, Saturday. And I got my show tomorrow night unfiltered. Check that out. But uh, I like talking to the younger kids and the college kids because they're being indoctrinated. And one of the tools used to indoctrinate these kids is a scam site known as Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a joke. It's a clown show. I mean, I'm, I, I, you can probably tell I love the use of the word clown because it's, you know, it really gets to the heart of it without being overly offensive, but it's a clown site. Clowns use it. You know, I always tell people, if you cite Wikipedia, don't, the debate's over because I, you've just, you've already lost. You're citing Wikipedia. That's evidence you've lost because you don't understand Wikipedia's a scam site. So the co-founder of Wikipedia basically just submitted it on Unheard. This article will be up in my newsletter today as well. Wikipedia co-founder. I no longer trust the website I created. It's Larry Sanger's a smart guy. Here's what he says. Here's how the trick works, the stunt on Wikipedia. I'm going to play a video for you in a second, too, showing you how places like Wikipedia indoctrinate our young kids into hating this country and being basically, you know, dumbasses a lot. I'm really sorry, but it's true. Not all, but they, they indoctrinate these kids into being really dopey. Larry Sanger says about Wikipedia, this is how they work. He says, you can't cite the Daily Mail at all. You know, the one we just cited about Australia. You're not allowed to cite that. Can't cite Fox News on sociopolitical issues either. It's banned. Well, what does that mean? It means that if a controversy doesn't appear in a mainstream center-left media outlet, then it's not going to appear on Wikipedia. So in other words, in Fox News, if we were to call out a fact checker and I write a Fox News article about the JAMA study, about the dangers of face masks on your kids, it'll never, ever appear on Wikipedia because the Fox News citation is totally banned. You see how they work? It's a scam. And Wikipedia is one of the primary tools used to enact the totalitarian thought control state, how kids get indoctrinated. And here's what happens. Here's a video. Uh, this hat tip campus reform. They went on a college campus and asked a bunch of kids why they think Cuban freedom fighters are flying the American flag. Listen to the confused answers. These, I feel bad for them. I do. I'm, I'm not even making fun. I really feel bad for them because they've just been indoctrinated. Their dopiness is the result of a never-ending totalitarian thought control campaign that's clearly working. Check this out. Do you think maybe they're being naive? Yeah, I'd say so. Say they don't really know like what's going on. I'd say I'm just I'm just, I was just saying that those like they're like our our demographic, they are like the only ones for the most part who truly understand. College age students have like like a pretty firm understanding of like 
for the most part, of like what's going on and like I guess all the inequity in America. When looking at all these protests, seeing all these American flags, do you think there's another flag that they should be flying instead, maybe to represent more freedom or more democracy? What other country do you think they should be looking towards? Maybe like Sweden. <laughs> I don't know. Some of the um, some European countries I think are definitely doing equality on a on a better or doing better at equality. I'd say if like they're trying to symbolize equity, then like I'd say either France or Switzerland. Why does it have to be a, a national flag? We could be flying the, you know, equality flag. Like, I don't believe it has to be nationalistic. I don't think we should put any country on a pedestal. Oh my gosh. Again, they're kids. I like to go easy on kids. They think like kids. Just the one at the end is really just bizarre the cuban freedom fighters shouldn't fly the american flag but the equality flag you know the lgbtq equality flag which is again puzzling because you're not allowed to be gay in many communist countries they'll kill you <laughs> so our kids again i'm going easy because they're kids I have a policy, and you'll notice on my website and elsewhere, when it involves kids, I try to be delicate. Because, can I be candid for a moment? Is that okay? Of course, my show, I guess we can do what we want. But, you know, I was that kid once, you know. We were all naive, obviously. Life experience wises you up. And before I went in the police department, I want to be clear, I was never a liberal ever, um, but I was always an independent. Matter of fact, I, I had a bumper sticker on my Ford Escort I talk about often. It was white with a, in red letters and all caps that said question authority. I meant it. I was always, I've always been the type, you know, the question authority. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why should I do it too? Why do I need to listen to you? Sometimes I was a bit of a smart ass with it, but I was. But I, I was always an independent thinker. But even then, you know, I fell into a lot of these traps too. I'll never forget. I heard in college, you know, once from a sociology professor, you know, overpopulation is going to kill us all. And I just accepted his fact. And I'm having this debate with a friend of mine who was a conservative who was super smart. And he's like, dude, that's nonsense. He's like, and then I saw, uh, he says, that's total BS. The world's like, it's, it's total crap. Like, who told you that? And, but he didn't really explain why. So I'm sitting in a pharmacy one day. I pick up a, I believe it was Rush Limbaugh's book at the time. And there's a piece in one of Rush Limbaugh's books. I'm pretty sure it was his, where he talks about overpopulation, how basically you could fit every single person in the world in the state of Texas with the equivalent floor space of like an apartment in Paris and the whole rest of the world would be depopulated. And I'm like, doesn't sound like an overpopulation problem to me. And I read that and I thought, gosh, I, I really, I remember that, that, you know, again, there's no road to Damascus moments for me, but there are these slow creeps and crawls towards conservatism. And I remember thinking, man, I've been lied to the whole time. That's why I feel kind of bad for these kids because I believed it too. They'll wake up one day. I hope, I hope, but not with places like Wikipedia. They won't. All right. Um, let me get to my final sponsor. I want to get to this Arizona story about the audits, which is, I mean, you want to talk about serious crazy pills. Someone better produce an explanation for this quick. We already talked about earlier in the week, what's been going on in Georgia, that disaster, Arizona, the truth is coming out there, too, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to advocate for the truth. Our final sponsor today, big, uh, a lot of sleep going on in today's show today. A lot of sleep stuff. Why else have I been sleeping better? Because Helix. Listen, Helix sleep, they make the best mattresses out there. But there's, you know, here's how they do it. They have a two-minute quiz you can complete that matches your body type and sleep preference. It's the perfect mattress for you, so it's, a, it's like a double whammy. Not only... Do they make good mattresses, but they can tailor the mattress for you based on this two-minute sleep quiz. Don't get a mattress for someone else. With Helix, you're getting a mattress perfect for the way you sleep. They have several different models to choose from. Soft mattresses, medium, firm mattresses. Mattress is good for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Even a Helix plus-size mattress for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz. I was matched to a Midnight Lux. Love it. It's like sleeping on a cloud. Paul is a big fan, too. We love that mattress. It's been awesome getting unboxing videos for many of you. Also, you can't miss the Rumble show. Many of you found the Helix mattress of your dreams. I get tons of great feedback on it. You don't ever need to go uh, to a mattress store again. It ships right to your door with a 10-year warranty. You can also try it out for 100 nights and a sleep trial risk-free. You don't like it? They'll pick it up for you. You won't like it. You'll love it. 
Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine, too. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for military, first responders, teachers, and students. You spent eight hours a night on a mattress, get a good one. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Dan. Go today. Check it out. All right. A uh, big thank you, by the way, uh, for supporting the radio program. I just want to throw that in there. Um, not going to get into why and all because I was told it's bad manners, but thank you. A big, huge thank you. You all are super awesome. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> No, it's been amazing. Sorry, still working through all these cable issues here. So they can't ignore the Arizona debacle anymore. These audits have exploded. The truth is coming, and don't be afraid of advocating for it. Don't be intimidated. I know you're not. You all out there have big guts. That's why you're patriots and conservatives in a world full of liberal lunatics. You know, it's not the X-Files, but the truth is out there, and the truth is coming, and don't be afraid to push for the truth. Arizona, I promised you whenever we got updates, I would put them out there. We have one. I want you to watch this video. This is from Right Side Broadcasting Network. It's a Senate hearing in Arizona. There's a state senator. I believe her name is Karen Fan. She's been all over this Arizona audit. And she asks a question to one of the people involved. The guy at the end of this gives a response that if it doesn't drop your jaw, you don't have a jaw to drop. He talks about 74,000 votes and they can't seem to find the origins or some of some of these votes. This is I, I, I scratched my head after I heard this. You think the media would perk up? They won't, because, of course, it could result in some potential changes. Check this out. It talked about how do we verify that? And there was a question about canvassing. Department of Justice sent us a letter about four or six weeks ago and said, um, uh, we're concerned about you actually knocking on doors that you might, uh, you know, you might uh, might be voter intimidation or civil rights violation or something, which I find is interesting after the White House last week said we're going to knock on doors to see whether you're vaccinated or not. But that's a side point. Based on the data we're seeing, I highly recommend we do the canvassing because it's the one way to, to know for sure um, whether some of the data we're seeing, if there's if it's real problems or or whether it's clerical errors of some sort. Um, so, for example, we have seven thousand seventy four thousand two hundred forty three mail in ballots um, where there is no clear record of them being sent. Joe, did you hear that? E, Justin, did yeah. you hear what I just heard? Yeah. So there were seventy four thousand mail in ballots with no record of them being sent. That's right, Folks, again, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I heard what you heard. I'm not jumping to any conclusions. Again, I'm actually interested in my credibility, unlike the media. We'll get to that in a second. Could there be an innocent explanation? Of course. Is there an innocent explanation? I don't know. You think entrepreneurial media types interested in the truth? They're not would say, wait, 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 an audit in Arizona found 74,000 mail-in ballots with no record of the ballot being sent. Now, last time I checked, the way a mail-in ballot works is it's actually sent in the mail. Joe, can you fact check that for a moment? A mail-in ballot would mean is the wait, wait, the, the, the demarcation point where the fork in the, 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 fork in the road divides between in-person voting and mail-in voting is what? Comes back to whether you... Mailed it in, mail right? It. Just yeah, mail, mail it in, baby. Mail it. Just, just, yeah. yeah, just checking the mail. Yeah. So if you have seventy-four thousand ballots, <laughs> yeah, that are mail-in ballots, with no record of them being mailed, that to me sounds like a problem. Yeah. A little bit. The ground could be an innocent explanation. Could be, and that's why in the beginning the state senator makes a good point that. You could go door to door and ask these folks, hey, what happened? I don't know. Maybe they just pretended to mail it in and then went to the polling location. It had a stamp on it. I, I, don't, I don't know. Folks, there could be an innocent explanation. There could not be an innocent explanation, too. That's what real investigative journalism, uh, journalists and journalisming would be. But they're not interested because nobody wants the truth. But don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. 
You're going to get fact-checked to death by the communists at Facebook when you put this stuff up? That's fine. I'm considering some action against Facebook outside of the legal stuff, too. I'll keep you informed on that. Don't be afraid. There's more, folks, in Arizona. Just the News article in the newsletter. Please read it. Not only do we have 74,000 votes, where there's no record of them being mailed in, according to this individual at the hearing, the Arizona audit reportedly found also potentially thousands of duplicated ballots without serial numbers. Read this from the piece. In the state Senate hearing on Thursday, Senate liaison Ken Bennett described the process by which election workers duplicate a ballot. Okay, so this is how they do it. You're going to duplicate a ballot. If a ballot gets damaged and has to be sent to duplication, there's a very specific process in the elections procedure manual, this guy said. The process involves applying matching serial numbers to both the original and duplicated ballots. Okay, sounds simple enough. Ken Bennett said, however, we found, I'd have to say, thousands of duplicate ballots where those serial numbers aren't on them. And so it has created great difficulty trying to match up a duplicated ballot to its duplicate. Again, sounds to me like something that should be investigated. In a sane world with an honest media, it's the kind of story that would be on the front page anywhere. I assure you, if it was about Al Gore in the Bush v. Gore election, it would be front page. They'd have a movie about it now. But because it may involve election malfeasance that negatively impacted Donald Trump, it'll all be forgotten about, but not by us. The truth is coming. Don't be afraid. I'm not. Facebook has sent their warnings. Don't talk about COVID, the vaccine, the election. Don't care. You can't stop me. You can't stop us. Good luck. You're going to need it. All right, let me end on a good note. This is a segment I like to call posting W's. You know, once in a while, we got to start posting wins. It's a tough environment we're in now. I was a little depressed last night. I was a little down because of the Facebook assault. If you only saw what was going on behind the scenes on my Facebook and Instagram, it is a, they are declaring ideological jihad against my page. They want it gone so bad. I can't even tell you. That's why I said, I think litigation is going to be the only way to solve this in discovery. But we got to start posting W's to feel good about ourselves. And we are. We are posting W's. Here's an article my friend Bobby Burak at Outkick. Americans have lost trust in the media, Congress, and public schools. Uh, notably, all three things, institutions and golden calves of the left. Government, public schools, and the media. Yeah, well, nobody trusts them. Of course, this doesn't bother the media at all because it continues to implode, destroy itself, and engage in the greatest generational act of business self-suicide I've ever seen. Well, self-suicide's the same thing twice. Trust in the media, according to that Outkick article by Bobby. <laughs> this is hilarious. Only 21% trust journalists, quote, quite a lot. So basically, four out of five people don't even bother to trust you losers. That's how little they think of you. Four out of five people think you're a loser. Only 16% trust TV journalists. Even less more than four out of a five, a five know you're a loser. Why is that? Why is the media imploding? Well, because of stories like this. Incredibly, there are, some of you wonder, Dan, how'd you miss this thing about the Spygate hoax? I didn't miss it. It's just so dumb. I, I, I wanted to see how many media losers would fall for it. Believe it or not, the PP tape is back again for like the 52nd time. It's back again. They will not give up the PP hoax. Here's an article by Luke Harding. A long ago discredited, uh, you, I, I, I mean, I'm not even going to call him a journalist. He's, he's not even, and even, even though journalists and insult, he's beneath them. I mean, you want to talk about the dregs, the dregs of the journalist field. It's this guy, Luke Harding, back again at the Guardian with the peepee hoax again. Kremlin papers appear to show Putin's plot to put Trump in the White House. Oh, Stop. It's like an addiction. I, I don't know what it is. It's like a, a meth thing or something. They can't stop. They've got the meth mouth. Their hair's falling out. They're doing nothing but drinking Mountain Dews. Everybody's looking at them like, eh, look at that guy. And they can't stop. They can't stop with the pee, pee hoax. They're bringing this thing back again. We found new papers from the Kremlin. Yes, yeah, these are good. This is only like the, the what? 
the seventh dossier we see that's turned out to be fake. Good job, Lou Cardi. Now, why is the media imploding? Because here is some prior work by Luke Harding, uh, a man with, again, the credibility of a speckle-toed sloth. Here's another article, Luke Harding in The Guardian. Remember when Paul Manafort held those secret talks with Julian Assange in the Ecuadorian embassy, Joe? You remember that? Yeah, Luke Harding yeah, wrote yeah. that. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. You, you know why Joe remembers it? Uh, because it didn't happen, but we did cover it on the show. Remember when we covered yeah, it on the show? Yeah. We're like, this didn't happen. <laughs> this didn't. Folks, this is it. Luke Harding wrote a story that just didn't happen. There were no talks with Assange in the Ecuadorian embassy. Same guy. Folks, same guy, Luke Hardy. Same guy who says the PP tape is back again for the 52nd time. Um, here's another uh, gem from Luke Harding, at the, Luke Harding at the Guardian. How Trump walked into Putin's web. He talks about the explosive evidence <laughs> Moscow had been cultivating. <laughs> the media keeps promoting this guy. Come on, dude. That's at least a double. At least the double. This guy. They keep falling for this. They're every single time that you, again, the I mean, the, the, the suicide, the media suicide going on. They don't care. They don't care. Really, they don't care. Luke Harding is one of those guys who reminds me of economics, who predicted 45 out of the last three recessions. You know those guys in economics? There's a recession. There's a recession. There. Eventually, what happens? They go, I called it. Dude, you said it 40 times. Eventually, you were going to be right. The catch with Luke Harding is he's never right. He keeps bringing up the pee-pee hoax, and he keeps getting embarrassed, and the media's like, no, no, he's right this time. This is it. He's definitely right now. Here, one more, and we'll rock and roll for the week. The Hill Major League All-Star Game went woke. Well, they're going to go broke soon because Joe Concha, my buddy, wrote this story, be in my newsletter. MLB All-Star Game bombs in ratings again. Good job, folks. Boycott Major League Baseball professional sports. When they get back to playing sports, we'll get back to watching. You want social justice, you can go to a free route seminar. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please don't miss my show, Unfiltered. You've uh, made us uh, number one in that primetime demo. We super appreciate it. Uh, I put in a lot of work to it. Thank you so much. Unfiltered, Fox News, tomorrow night, Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. If you can't watch it, set your DVR. We deeply appreciate your support. Thanks for a great week. We'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.